Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse, Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, all included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite content in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. Thanks for listening to the Best of Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday. From 12 to 3 Eastern, 9 to noon Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and FS1. Find your local station for the Herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Herd. This is the Best of the Herd with Colin Cowherd on Fox Sports Radio. It's Tuesday. You think the football season's over. Not a chance. Live in Los Angeles, it's the Herd, wherever you may be and however you may be listening iHeartRadio, Fox Sports Radio, FS1. One hour from now, we're not going to have a herd hierarchy, but we are going to look at from momentum, productivity, age, all things considered, who are the 10 best quarterbacks in order going into next season? Some interesting guys falling off the list. One or two guys now inserted into the list, all things considered, who are their coaches, their coordinators. J-Mac is joining me. J-Mac took a three-and-a-half-hour nap yesterday, I was told. He was sick as a dog, wheezing when he left the set. So a total gamer. Way to go. Way to show up today. Yeah, Monday was my flu game, for, like the Jordan <laughs> flu game after the Super Bowl. I can't call in sick. Come on, cowherd. But, uh, yeah, just a little under the weather. Last week was a big one. It was. You know, we were in Arizona talking to a lot of fans, shaking yep. a lot of hands. Yes. Knuckle, fist-bumping yes, people. Yes, yes, we were. Yes. Well, let's start with this. I read a story this morning. Um, what will Jalen Hurts' journey be going forward for the Philadelphia Eagles? Well, it should be a good one, but it may never duplicate this, although it could if he takes less than he can get. I know the young media hates that. Get the bag, they say. Cowboys would have another great receiver in corner if Dak didn't take the bag. Who's happier today in the NFL? Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers or Patrick Mahomes? Philadelphia is probably going to lose a half dozen free agents. If Jalen Hurts is going to get the money Jalen Hurts could get. Fletcher Cox probably retires. I think Jason Kelsey will. Lane Johnson could. Brandon Graham could be gone. If you look at the biggest 12 quarterback cap hits in the league, one guy, Mahomes, is a winner. <coughs> Tannehill, Cousins, Goff, Aaron Rodgers, Wentz, Dak, Carr, Darnold, Matt Ryan, Russell Wilson. 
One guy, one guy, multiple playoff wins. That list is an indictment of paying your quarterback. I know. you got to give him the most. I like Jalen Hurts a lot. He's a really good quarterback who had a nice Super Bowl. He's not Mahomes, and here's the difference. Mahomes took a seventh-round rookie running back, an offensive line with a kid at center and right guard, a completely average receiving core relying on Juju Smith-Schuster in the Super Bowl, and Kadarius Toney, who came midway through the season. Jalen Hurts had the best offensive line in the league, the most capable tight ends, arguably the best duo at wide receiver, A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. Miles Sanders is a Pro Bowl level running back. Folks, Brock Purdy took a stacked roster to the NFC Championship. Now, I like Jalen Hurts a lot more than Brock Purdy. But let's not compare Mahomes and Jalen Hurts because Jalen was really good in that game. Mahomes was doing it with a seventh-round running back, a younger offensive line with no absolute guarantee Hall of Famers on it. Jalen Hurts had the best center in the game, lock Hall of Famer, and the best right tackle arguably in a decade. Both could leave. I know everybody is saying you've got to take the most. But my takeaway is Jalen Hurts could send a real message like Patrick Mahomes did. Listen, I'm going to sign a deal that gives our team a little wiggle room. Now, again, Mahomes was a massive cap hit this year. But he is also easily the best player in the league. He is a force multiplier. He makes everybody better. They've rebuilt the O-line, the receiving core, and the defense in three or four years. It has had zero impact. Zero impact on wins. So the journey for Jalen Hurts, ask yourself today, you know you're not Mahomes. Do you want to hoist trophies? Do you want to be back here? That list is an indictment of the biggest cap hits for quarterback. It's an indictment on what happens. You think Aaron's happy today? Nobody can get a hold of him. He's at a darkness retreat. Think Russell Wilson's happy today? I saw him in Arizona. I don't think he is. Sometimes you got to sacrifice a little. Hertz is excellent, but I can see Philadelphia in two, three, four weeks, losing six or seven players. This may be the best version, and the only thing to ensure you can bring back a roster that's close to it is doing something that's semi-team friendly. I want to switch to this. Um, the scary thing about dynasties is dynasties usually in all sports have an arc, right? Like the Seahawks won with all these young guys, and then they got there again, and then it ended very quickly. Golden State's a great example. Think of the Warriors. Was last year the year to get them? Clay Thompson was about 70%. None of the young guys, Wiseman, Kaminga, Moody, were ready to play. Jordan Poole would have good nights, but let's be honest, could disappear for stretches. Now, and I know they're not playing great now because Steph's out, but Jordan Poole's a better, more consistent player. Gary Payton II will be ready for the playoffs. Excellent defender. Dante DiVincenzo, veteran guard. That backcourt is significantly better than last year and healthier. And Jonathan Kaminga is now in the rotation. 
Last year, to me, the fact they won last year, young guys weren't ready. They weren't. Jordan Poole was hit and miss. They're going to have way more depth in about two months when everybody's ready to go. That's scary. And that's Kansas City. First of all, I've always had this belief that to be a Super Bowl contender, you have to be a B-plus or an A at four things. Owner, GM, coach, quarterback. You'd have to go back to the Bill Walsh, Eddie DiBartolo, McVeigh, Joe Montana, Niners, where you have four A-pluses. Because the Patriots never were an A-plus at GM. Hunt family, A-plus. Non-meddling, good money, totally supportive. Brett Veach, GM, finding starters in the sixth and seventh round. Andy Reid and Mahomes. To me, there's an argument to be made like the Warriors. This was the year to get Kansas City. This was the year to knock them off. Rookie running back, four rookies in the secondary. Bolton, a kid, really good at linebacker. Corner, running back, wide receivers. They still need another dependable star. They were breaking in new faces and young guys. And what's scary is they have 11 draft picks. Strangely, they're in a pretty good space with their cap. They have no major holes on their roster. And whereas Jalen Hurts today just lost his play caller, he may lose his DC. He just lost his offensive coordinator and play caller. Good luck replacing Shane Steichen. Even if Eric Bieniemy left, Matt Nagy, Andy Reid's guy, was quarterback coach. Plug him in. It feels like this was kind of the year to get them. And nobody did. Right? I mean, Kadarius Toney came in mid-season. What did he touch them all in the Super Bowl? Five times? They all felt dynamic? He's going to be much better. The offensive line's got a kid at center and right guard. They'll just keep getting better. Feels like, to me, Philadelphia could be really good next year. I think they will be. But there's going to be guys leaving, like a couple guys retiring, and they lost their play caller. I don't know. Like, it is weird that Golden State won last year. Young guys weren't ready. Clay Thompson was hurt. They didn't have a ton of depth. Now it's like, look at that backcourt in two months. Like, Jordan Poole's better. Gary Payton will be ready to play. He'll be ready to play. DiVincenzo fits their system. Now Kaminga actually gets some minutes. That may have been the year, and it may have been the year for Kansas City. Our friend Nick Wright, he'll be on next hour, uh, announced the Chiefs dynasty yesterday on his show. Drop the banner. Oh, yeah. I'm on the record. Yep. He is the best we've ever seen. You're right, he is. You're right, he is, bro. That's a great take by you. I just wonder if we have a way to officially announce a dynasty. I'm thinking we do. I'm thinking we all, we do have a dynasty. Oh, oh, bro. got it for you. Yes, they were a little obnoxious yesterday, but listen, all these dynasties, they have arcs. You know, New England had one, then 10 years, no Super Bowl wins. Then they had another. Then it aged very quickly as they couldn't draft and develop wide receivers. I don't see the holes for Kansas City. Owner, GM, coach, quarterback. Young secondary guys getting better. Young O-line getting better. Wide receiver worked. It'll only get better. I mean, I'm trying to think who they would draft. A tackle. I think they'll probably draft an offensive tackle. Probably go get another running back. But 
I don't see the holes. It's not bad. Yeah. K- Kadarius Tony will abs. You know, Juju Smith Schuster had a very good Super Bowl. These guys are hurt often, though. They. I'm. I'm not saying it's a strength, but Kadarius Tony will be a difference maker next year. If he's healthy, yes. He's Sky Moore, rookie, absolutely yeah. got better as the year progressed. So MBS. it's not a. It, he disappeared, but it's yeah. not a weakness. It's not great. It's not Philly, yeah. but it's not a weakness. Speaking of Philly, I counted him up. Seven free agent defensive starters. Seven. Two on the offensive line and Miles Sanders running back. So you're looking at 10 starters hitting free agency for the Eagles, possibly. And now you got to pay Jalen Hurts. Yeah, I've never understood. I always say if I was a fan, and that's not what I am anymore, I would always be rooting for my team to have financial flexibility. Why would I care if a quarterback gets paid a lot? I don't hang out with him. He's not taking me out for drinks. He's not taking me on vacation. I don't want my star quarterback to be the highest paid guy in the league. I want my team to be flexible so you can go get a Kadarius Tony. You can go get players. The idea that I'm rooting for a guy to get rich, these guys are all rich. I don't need richest quarterback. It means nothing in my life. What means something in my life is my team can make moves. And is Dallas this year. You think they'd be a better football team if they could have afforded another wide receiver? Watch Dallas pull back next year. Like they needed... They had a terrible, the Cowboys don't have a second corner or a second star receiver. You could if you didn't pay Dak what you pay Dak. What about the Eagles losing both coordinators likely today? It'll be official. And Steichen, the Chargers loved him. They loved him. The Eagles loved him. He is now the young, hot coordinator, not just because of Philadelphia. And again, Jalen Hurts is talented. You start losing a star play caller. And your center. And what happened to Buffalo after they lost Brian Dable? The offense did not look as good. Oh, at the end of the year, it regressed badly. Outplayed twice by Miami. Skylar Thompson gave him, I mean, a challenge. (laughs) Beat up Tua did. So it's a thing. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. (sighs) Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance cdkng.co slash vball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources hi let's talk about pro plan sport pro plan sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours 
So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Derek Carr today is expected to be released. It's not necessarily bad news for Derek Carr. It saved the Raiders a bunch of money, like $40 million, And it also, Derek Carr can now pick his team, right? So, And I think Carolina is the field. There's another story, Jimmy Garoppolo and Tampa may work. That's always felt like one of the better fits to me. Tom Brady's retired. My guess is Aaron Rodgers sticks with Green Bay. That's my guess. We have had big moves, a big move three straight years. Brady, Stafford, Russell Wilson. And there's much speculation that Lamar Jackson to Miami, as Jason McIntyre engineered that rumor uh, two months ago, he could be right. I think the one you have to really think about, and he's not a star, and you really got to think about this, put your pom-poms down in Chicago, is moving off Justin Fields. Here's why. In two years, he's been bad and bad. Well, the offensive line, no, it's actually rated 14th in the NFL. Burroughs is rated significantly worse this year. In two years, he completes 59%, has a passer rating under 80, 24 TDs and 21 picks. It's bad. Justin Herbert started first game as a pro. He told he was starting five minutes before the game. His offensive line that year was ranked dead last in the league, and his coach was uncreative and got fired. He put up huge numbers. His offensive line is significantly worse as a rookie than the Bears this year. Andrew Luck's first two years, 11-5, 11-5. His own line was much worse. Joe Burrows this year is ranked 28th. Last year it was atrocious, and he got to a Super Bowl. You can't use the O-line anymore. It ain't great, but it's not Herbert rookie year bad. It's not Cincinnati last three years bad. It's not close to Andrew Luck bad. And those guys won a lot. I mean a lot. And many of their coaches. Andrew Luck's got fired. Justin Herbert's got fired. It's not like, well, the weapons. Oh, the weapons. Bears have good backs and an excellent young tight end. They could use another receiver. But again, his protection is better than anybody wants to acknowledge. And whereas with Josh Allen and Jalen Hurts, I saw tremendous, staggering growth year one to year two, I didn't with Fields. He's more YouTube star. Sensational plays, but the little stuff, footwork, accuracy, I think you have to consider it. Here's four reasons. One more season of average to bad, and you'll get nothing for him. Secondly, the Bears have a defensive coach and a defensive culture, and they didn't draft him. He's not their guy. Third, Chicago probably won't have the number one pick for a while. I don't think they'll be good, but you're not going to be in this territory again. Use the opportunity. And four, you had Khalil Mack and Roquan Smith, and you couldn't win games. You think Will Anderson is going to come in and turn the franchise around? In an offensive pivoting league where 
it's hard to go on a 10-game losing streak in a, in a year the Packers were down and the Vikings and Lion defenses were atrocious. They lost 10 straight games. I think you have to consider calling Atlanta and saying, we'll give you Justin Fields, give us your eighth pick, go get Bryce Young, and then go get another, the second or third best edge rusher. I like Justin Fields, but I've never, ever thought he was Trevor Lawrence. I don't think he's close to Caleb Williams or Drake May. I don't think he's an Andrew Luck. I don't think he's a guy that can succeed if the circumstances aren't great. He's more Trey Lance. He'll work if he gets the right stuff. And I don't know if Chicago will have the right stuff. But all you have to do is go to PFF and look at O-lines. His is middle of the pack. Some of those young guys they drafted ended up being pretty good. They spent a lot of draft capital on the O-line. And a lot of those guys were starting and pretty good. And they've got capable backs and a top tight end. And I think a good offensive coordinator. Yes, they could use other receivers. Nobody disputes that. But the numbers for Fields have not been great. If he struggles next year, you'll get nothing for him. Now you could probably get the eighth pick. I mean, if Carr goes to Carolina and Jimmy goes to Tampa, you think Arthur Blank, owner of the Falcons, wants to sit there and be awful again? I don't think so. Not like I know Arthur Blank well, but I don't think so. I think it's something you absolutely have to consider. This organization wasn't winning with Roquan Smith. And one run with Khalil Mack. You weren't posting playoff wins. What's Will Anderson going to do? Good player. He'd be a great finishing piece, piece for a young. You know, if Kansas City could get him at the end of the first round, it'd be great for them. They don't have a lot of big needs. They have Chris Jones inside and Frank Clark. And, but to build around, let's be a good player in an offensive-leaning sport. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. If you speed on the freeway, and I'm saying you only go like eight miles an hour, nine miles an hour over, you now have allowed a police officer the right to give you a ticket. If you are late to a big meeting at work, you have allowed your boss to demote you. If you grab a wide receiver out of a break with a couple of minutes left in the Super Bowl, you have given the official the right to throw a flag. Don't give people in power the opportunity to ticket you, flag you, or demote you. James Bradbury held. And can we stop with the it ruined the game? A great three-hour movie isn't ruined completely because you don't like the ending. And a, a terrible movie isn't elevated significantly to great because it's got a funny ending. It was amazing. 113 million people viewed it on TV. It was a great game with an odd ending. But you're telling on yourself if you're trying to convince me it ruined everything. You're an Eagle fan or an Eagle better. I didn't love the ending but it was a great game and a showcase of remarkable quarterback play and two really aggressive offensive coaches. Uh, one is one of the best coaches in the history of the game. But you, you can't just reverse it. If the game would have been the Patriots-Rams Super Bowl, which was a snooze fest, but there was a close play late and it was a great call, would you have called that an all-time great Super Bowl? 
because of a call, then you can't tell me this was a bad Super Bowl. On a call, by the way, a lot of people agreed with. Like, I didn't love the ending, but when you speed, when you show up late to a meeting, when you grab out of a route, you are giving somebody in power the right and the opportunity to throw a flag. Don't. That's on you. It's not on the official. I know, I know. Most cops won't if you're nine miles an hour over. Most bosses won't if you're late. And most officials may not throw that flag. But again, we live in a society where everybody's a victim. The president, my parents, my boss, I should be much more successful. Why were you wearing dark gloves when the Chiefs had the rare white jersey? That's coaching or a lack of. The Patriots wore white gloves when they faced teams in the playoffs with white jerseys. That is the difference between a head coach, Nick Sirianni, and Andy Reid. The little things. That was the difference between McVay and Belichick, and Sean admitted it later. They failed on the little things during preparation. They overanalyzed and overcoached. When you watch those red zone plays from Andy Reid, they saw flaws and habits of the Eagles, and they worked them. You may want to look in the mirror. Blame your D.C. who may get the Arizona job. Don't give people in power the opportunity to flag you, ticket you, and demote you. Hi, this is Jay Glazer, and you may know me from the world of football or fighting or even shows like HBO's Ballers. What you don't know is for my entire life, I have lived in something I refer to as the gray. Depression, anxiety. So now I'm coming out with a new podcast. Unbreakable, a mental health podcast with Jay Glazer, where each week, while we talk about mental health, I hope to describe it. Give it words. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, you got to have a coach and a quarterback to win in this league. Uh, the Colts announced Shane Steichen. He has just been the play caller and the offensive coordinator for the Eagles. Super bright Chargers had him. Uh, Tom Telesco just went on and on and on in his younger years about how good this kid was, Shane Steichen. Now he's with the Eagles. He's going to be good. So I think they've got the right coach and the right mindset. Now they've got to figure out a quarterback. And if you look at the draft, I do think the Colts are going to get one of these top three quarterbacks. I don't think any of these quarterbacks are good enough to overcome dysfunction necessarily. I think next year you have two that can. This guy's super bright. So Carolina hires an offensive coach. The Colts hire an offensive coach. Denver hires a great offensive coach. The Texans, shocker, go defensive coach, although I like D'Amico Ryans, and Arizona's a tire fire, so who cares? Um, but I was watching the Super Bowl, and I there, this, this happens all the time. Like, you get a cultural change, and like some people pivoted very quickly in baseball to analytics. Some people in the NBA, the Warriors, the smarter people, Pivoted very quickly to analytics. The Lakers didn't. That's why the Warriors are a dynasty and the Lakers are a mess. Because it all happened 10 years ago. Where the Warriors heavily pitted, uh, pivoted to three-point shooting. And the Lakers, Byron Scott at one point was the coach. They were stubborn. They just had old school thinking. Now with the Lakers, we'll get stars. We'll get the White Howard. We'll get... That's why the Lakers today are a mess. They just had to engineer some deals and get some shooters. Like... 
uh, Malik Beasley or D'Angelo Russell. It's a little too late. They're currently, they lost last night to Portland. But when I'm watching Andy Reid in the Super Bowl, I can't be the only person that thought this. He's turned Juju Smith-Schuster into a valuable Super Bowl-wide receiver. He took Sky Moore, a rookie, and Kadarius Toney, a midseason pickup. Did you watch that in the red zone and think, how do you hire a defensive coach? Uh, seriously, I just don't. I mean, think about it. The Jets couldn't score a touchdown last three games, defensive coach. The Bears lost 10 straight, defensive coach. The Texans 31st on offense, defensive coach. I'm not doubting these guys are smart guys. But the world's changed. You can use the internet or encyclopedias. You may get the right answer with both. One's much more efficient, and it's not the books. I'm watching that Super Bowl, and my takeaway on this is, I don't know how these organizations are hiring defensive coaches. And again, I said Brian Flores to the tire fire in Arizona may be the sort of rigid defensive special teams guy. They need to save the franchise. But God, when you watch Minnesota replaces very good Mike Zimmer and get significantly better, it's like same guys, same bad. I mean, they, they, their strengths were their strengths, their weaknesses were their weaknesses, and they turned like eight close losses into 11 and 0 in close wins. It was the coordinator, it was the coach. It was the same quarterback, same receivers, same O-line, same running back, mostly reasonable division, mostly Green Bay pulled a little back. But, I mean, there was a real shocking moment for me this year at the end of the year, and I talked about it on the air, when it was a real eye-opener when both Tua and Skylar Thompson went to cold-weather Buffalo against Josh Allen and that offense and that defense, and they both kept it close against the Bills. Why? Is Tua great? No. Is Skylar Thompson good? No. Mike McDaniel worked Sean McDermott. And these offensive coaches not only can't quite get the sensibility right, is it just me or are most defensive coach teams bad in the O-line? I like Mike Tomlin. Five years, they can't figure out the O-line. I think Sean McDermott's good. Five years, they can't figure out the O-line. I don't know. I just, I watched the Chargers this year with what is believed to be a very smart defensive coach. They were the only team in the league that was bad on offense in the second half with a star quarterback. One team in the league, the Chargers. All the other bad second-half offenses had bad quarterbacks or were just bad teams. So, you know, again, you can use the internet or encyclopedias. You could get the same answer maybe with both. But I'm watching Andy Reid in that Super Bowl, and my takeaway is, listen, seven of the last eight coaches in the playoffs this year were offensive coaches. And then there was Josh Allen, who, by the way, regressed this year. And the run game never really popped. And the offensive line continues to be an issue outside of center. So, I mean, I'm, I'm watching Juju Smith-Schuster, who Pittsburgh gave up on, was kind of silly, talented, but couldn't separate. Kadarius Toney came in late. Sky Moore. <laughs> they take the Packers' third-best receiver. And it's like they were more productive without Tyreek Hill and a rookie running back. I, I just don't think a defensive coach could come close to pulling that off.
And so when I when I see the Colts hire today, my takeaway is they got it right. Young offensive coach. They're not going to be very good next year because they're going to have to draft a quarterback. But they got one of the two things I think you have to have to win Super Bowls. When Belichick can't make the playoffs, the best coach probably in our lifetime, can't make the playoffs in a division where the Jets remain dysfunctional and Miami's quarterback couldn't stay healthy in the last month. And Buffalo regressed, and they still couldn't make the playoffs. Feels like a thing. Feels like a thing. Arizona, Brian Flores, to save the franchise, kind of feels like the move. Not the best move. I would have hired John Payton. He didn't want the job. Not the best move. I'd get Jim Harbaugh. He didn't want the job. So their offensive guy, they weren't up for the, the, the top agents have the top coaching candidates. None of them are going to Arizona. So it's not like Brian Flores would have been my first choice, but I do think of the defensive coordinators with a resume, he would have been the best available choice. One more herd? The herd streams 24 hours a day, seven days a week within the iHeartRadio app. Search herd to listen live or on demand whenever you'd like. Who are the 10 best quarterbacks going into next year? We count your coordinator. We count your head coach. We count your health, uh, your, your current momentum. Here we go. One through 10. Number one is obvious. It's Patrick Mahomes. Let's not waste any time. The most passing yards and touchdown passes in a five-season span in league history. No reason to debate it. He was virtually perfect in the second half. Yes, he's got Andy Reid and Travis Kelsey, but this was a bit of a makeshift receiving core, and his only incompletion in the second half was a throwaway out of the end zone. He was never sacked. That, by the way, was one of his great completions. Patrick Mahomes, an easy number one. Number two, Joe Burrow. I thought he eclipsed a couple of young quarterbacks this year. Highest completion percentage in league history. The only quarterback in the league that I think situationally, big third down, fourth down, can play in Mahomes' sphere. And he's reached the AFC Championship in each of his two healthy seasons. Burrow is here for the long term. He's two. I'm going to move Trevor Lawrence up to three. He gets now Calvin Ridley, a second year in Doug Peterson's system, 7-2 and two over his last nine games with a passer rating at 105. There were arguments, if you just take away that first half in the Chargers playoff win where he was dreadful, he was as good as anybody not named Mahomes or Burrow in the last seven or eight games of the season. I think with Ridley another year in the system, he's number three. I think Kellen Moore's a huge hire for the Chargers. Justin Herbert moves up to four. By the way, here's a stat you may pay attention to. Do you know he has the most passing yards and touchdown passes in three years, the first three years in the league? More than Mahomes, more than any player in league history. They just can't get the head coaching perfect yet. The O-line was bad early. I think Kellen Moore is the coordinator that gets the absolute best out of Justin Herbert. Five, Josh Allen. He regressed. There's too many mistakes. Now, again, he's got a howitzer. He and Mahomes uh, have 35-plus touchdown passes in each of the last three seasons. So he can go uptown and give you the greatness of Mahomes, but he simply isn't as good situationally. I don't think he's getting the coaching. He doesn't have the offensive line support, and he pulled back this year. 
Number six, and now it gets close. I'm going to go Jalen Hurts because I think he's a little bigger than you think. He's become a better passer. I thought he was arguably, and, and this is with Mahomes, the best player in the Super Bowl. I mean, he was unbelievable with his legs. I think Mahomes is better, obviously, and by a gap. But I think Jalen Hurts, 375 yards. His defense, special teams, and run game let him down, and he went to the last series against Patrick Mahomes. That's pretty good. Jalen Hurts, six. This is where it gets real tight. I'll go Stafford. Now, remember, Stafford, they had 98 games missed due to injury on this roster, most in the league. The team fell apart. They had 13 different offensive lines, most in the league. This guy won a Super Bowl a year ago and outdueled Joe Burrow in it. Stafford's really good. He's very expensive. There are stories the Rams are getting frustrated. They'd like to redo his contract, and he was beat up this year. But he's a world-class arm talent, very good in big games, home away, lead trailing. You get the same guy usually. I would put Aaron Rodgers 8. He had a bad year by Aaron Standards, 91 passer rating. Some of it's young receivers, but he's not committed in the offseason. I also think Aaron has slowly, slowly, and we saw this pre-Jordan Love, I just don't think he's good enough now to not totally commit year-round, and he's not. Their O-line was excellent. Aaron Jones, excellent, good enough at tight end. Christian Watson emerged. Aaron needs to be better. You got to commit to the offseason because Burrow, Mahomes, Herbert, Lawrence, Allen, Jalen Hurts are. He's at eight. Number nine, Lamar Jackson. Listen, I'm concerned too, but he wins 75% of his starts. He has the second highest win percentage among all active quarterbacks behind only Patrick Mahomes. He's dynamic. He's a game changer. He is one of the hardest guys in the league to prepare for but he hasn't been great in the playoffs i worry about his health but to to deny he's not a top 10 quarterback i i'm sorry you can't win 74 percent of your games in this league in that division and tell me you're not a top 10 quarterback and number 10 it's weird but jared goff was outstanding down the stretch he was unbelievable 15 touchdowns and no picks in the last two and a half months ben johnson returns listen you could say well he's got a good old line Yeah, he does. I'm counting that. Great OC, great O-line, two capable running backs. Um, I thought he had a great year. Number four in total offense. Better at home than on the road. Better in a clean pocket than a muddy one. But I think, listen, he's a former number one pick for a reason. He's a talented guy. I've always said he's like Matt Ryan with a much better arm. And Matt Ryan won an MVP. Going into next season, don't have a Russell Wilson, used to. Don't have a Kyler Murray, used to. Um... I've pulled back way back on Josh Allen. I'm just getting way too many mistakes. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Teams are knocking on the door of the conference finals, and DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered every step of the way with same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more. Don't miss out. As the NBA postseason winds down, it's fantastic. Super easy to get started with DraftKings. If you're a first-timer, really easy. Try betting on something like a team to win. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook's app, select your team, and place your first bet. It's that simple, really. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus, age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So whether you're heading out to explore a new trail or looking to set a personal best on your daily run, start your journey off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Discover the power of advanced nutrition for strength and stamina at ProPlansport.com. That's ProPlansport.com. Nick Wright joins us live, co-host First Things First. Any of those bother you, by the way? That's well done. No, no, listen, the you having tr- I'm actually doing an impromptu quarterback pyramid on my show today. And you have Trevor Lawrence about as high as I would. I was surprised to see that. I love seeing that. I actually would have Jalen a spot or two higher than you do because I thought what Jalen did in the Super Bowl was remarkable. Yeah. And I think Jalen, I I thought, I agree with you about having Joe Burrow firmly in the top three. Yeah. But Jalen's performance in that Super Bowl was better than any playoff game I've seen Burrow play. And this is where I just have to, as you like to say, you know, with new information, I can adjust my opinions. Yeah. I I was a Jalen Hurts skeptic. and But here's the thing that impressed me the most about him, Colin. When you're a guy who in his football career, college and pro, has struggled mightily in the playoffs, in the bowl games, in the biggest spots, whether it was his first year in the playoffs last year in the NFL, getting benched at Alabama, that, even the Peach Bowl when he was at Oklahoma. Yeah. He'd never played big and well in those games. For him to have that fumble six relatively early in the Super Bowl, shake it off, and play, not really make another mistake the rest of the game, I thought was stirring. And really, and so you add to that the fact that he obviously is mature beyond his years. He obviously is a great leader. He's incredibly tough. That, to me, makes him a top-five quarterback in the NFL right now. The only thing you're missing, Colin, is where's Caleb Williams? 
Used to be your guy, now he's my guy. I, I mean, I think you got to throw him somewhere on there, Colin. By the way, that was discussed in the meeting at 10. We discussed that, yeah. but it wasn't quite respectful to the current professional players. Uh-huh. So um, I said there was a moment in the Super Bowl, and maybe I was overstating it, but I, what was my reaction when it happened? I thought considering the circumstance, the stage, and his injury, the 25-yard scramble was a top 5 to 10 Super Bowl play that I can remember. Like a David Tyree. It was I was on the yeah. couch and I was like, "Whoa, whoa, 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 whoa. He's outrunning their he's outrunning like guys that can run." Mm-hmm. That to me and the special teams play. The game felt differently to me. I was like, "Oh, it's Kansas City." How did you take yes. this moment and his overall performance? Where does it rank for you? Oh, listen, I think I think that's the best play of his career. Wow. I, I actually think that is wow. the singular best play of his career because I don't think they win without that moment. I think the fact that as all of the true all-time legendary players, when they are compromised, almost seem to keep one extra gear in you know in re- in reserve similarly to again it's this is you know a Nick Wright bingo but let me bring up LeBron and talking about Mahomes but LeBron in game 7 against the Warriors yeah. having in reserve enough energy to beat four people up the court <laughs> and get that block on Iguodala yeah. it's like he knew he had to hold on to something we now have Colin in back to back playoff games on a high ankle sprain for the biggest moment of the game, Mahomes finding a gear with his legs yeah. when he's been dicing you up with his arms. It's what makes him special. And now the comeback stuff with this guy, it's the, the numbers don't seem possible. That's right. So in all of NFL history, Colin. Tom Brady, prior to Patrick Mahomes, was the best quarterback ever when trailing by 10 or more. He won 39% of his games, the most in NFL history. Yeah. Mahomes is at 58%, (laughs) which would mean if every game the Chiefs started down 10-0, they'd still make the playoffs as a wild card. It's crazy. In all of NFL history, Brady, uh, Mahomes now has the second most Double-digit playoff comebacks with four. The only guy more with more is Brady with six. But Mahomes has his four in 14 playoff games. Brady has his six in 48 playoff games. And lastly, in all of NFL history, Tom Brady and Patrick Mahomes are now both 2-1 and one when trailing by double digits in the second half of Super Bowls. Every other quarterback ever is winless. So he has distinguished, he is now competing with Tom and only Tom, and it's going to be a competition for the next 15 years, I would imagine. So I said this earlier if you go eight miles an hour over the speed limit, you probably won't get a ticket unless you were in a school zone. Um, but you have given an officer the right to pull you over. If you are late to a big meeting at work, you probably won't be demoted, but you've given your boss the option to demote you. If you grab a jersey at the point of the break for the receiver with a minute and a half left in the Super Bowl, you have given the official the right to call it. Now, many won't. Some will. And that's my takeaway 
is that, and this James Bradbury, I think, really got this, is that he knew that was holding. You've now given an official the power. Well, and let me take your analogy further, because this officiating talk is really grinding my gears, Colin Coward. <laughs> if you go eight miles over in an area that there have been three wrecks in the last week because people were going eight miles over, you're going to get pulled over. When the refs have seen the Philadelphia Eagles cooked up for two wide-open touchdowns when guys go in, go out, and then the Eagles can't cover it, and they're like, oh, they don't know how to defend this play. All they can do is hold on it. We're going to be watching for it. When you are holding a guy who one of Mahomes' only incompletions in the entire game came on an earlier third down where you obviously held him and got away with it, they're going to be keeping a closer eye on it. And lastly, for the audacity, the unmitigated gall, (laughs) as some would say, for Eagles fans and media to say, oh, the game was, you know, the rigged for the Chiefs, when we all saw in this game the Chiefs force a fumble, recover the fumble, score a touchdown, the refs put their arms up, <laughs> we didn't see a replay. We're like, oh, he caught it. I mean, it's close, but it's probably got a rule on the field. It's got to stand. And they overturned it. If they were rigging it for the Chiefs, you know what probably the better <laughs> thing to do would be? Just leave the call on the field. Yep. So yeah. with all that said, Colin, I will say this to my friends in Philadelphia, of which I probably at this point have zero. If I were on the other side of it, I understand the frustration. Yeah. And for years, I came on this show and said, God dog it, the Patriots and Brady always get these types of calls, something that hasn't been called all game, and then in the biggest spot, yeah, it's the right call, but why'd you have to call it? And I hated it, Colin. With that said... (laughs) Now that it's going my way, it ain't that bad. I got to tell you, being the new Patriots, uh, you know, AFC championship game, and you don't get a third down, and the refs are like, you know what, we talked it over. Let's just run that thing again. (laughs) Quick do-over right quick. I mean, it's pretty pretty good to be the Chiefs right now. I got to tell you, I don't mind it. So I said said finally, um, I said this about a half hour ago, I said, Forget what the Warriors are doing now. The NBA does have a history where good teams can flip a switch. The Spurs did for years. You know, LeBron's Cavs. You flip a switch, the playoffs. So last year, you could argue, was the year to get the Warriors. Klay Thompson was at 70%. Jordan Poole was hit and miss. Um, Kaminga, Wiseman, not ready to play. Yeah. Now your guy Draymond, you know, was you, you know his mom was tweeting about how bad he was playing. I, I listen. I know he's going to get mad at me, but that happened. Like, okay. and they still won. Yep. Now, Pool's more consistent. Dante Divincenzo yep. is a perfect fit. Peyton will be ready for the playoffs. Clay's better. Way better in the backcourt. Way deeper. Coming and out plays. The West is arguably weaker and weirder. Is that? It may have been the year to get them last year because it's wide open. And I said that with the Chiefs. The wide receiving unit, Tony comes in halfway through the season. Sky Moore's a rookie. Juju Smith-Schuster is what he is. O-line, center, right guard are excellent, but kids. This was the year to get them. Rookies everywhere. This was the year. This was the year. And so it's it's multi-leveled, right? And the rest of the AFC thought it was the year which is why the Bills go out and pay six years $120 million 
for an aging but still great pass rusher with an injury history. The Raiders trade for Devontae Adams and sign Chandler Jones. The Broncos trade everything for Russ. The Chargers go on a spending spree on Khalil Mack and uh, J.C. Jackson. They're like, okay, the Chiefs are taking a step back. We're going to go forward now. And the, chi the Chiefs, on the other hand, this is the craziest stat of the season. The only teams in the NFL to play rookies more snaps than the Chiefs, the Bears, who got the number one pick, the Texans, who got the number two pick, and the Seahawks, who smashed the draft out of the park and had extra picks because they traded Russell Wilson. The Chiefs played rookies the fourth most snaps. Wow. In the second half of this game, the Chiefs' touchdowns were scored by a seventh-round rookie, a second-round rookie, and a second-year player who they acquired at the trade deadline in Kadarius Toney. And here's the other part, because I heard your rant on this at the beginning of the show, and I totally agree with you. That should absolutely terrify the rest of the league. Patrick Mahomes currently, on an average value basis, is the fifth highest paid quarterback. In about three months, Colin, he might be 10th. Because Herbert, Burrow, Jalen, and Lamar all are going to get paid, and all are going to leapfrog him. So you're going to have Mahomes locked up for seven more years as the 10th or lower highest paid quarterback. You, start, you played eight rookie significant snaps in the Super Bowl. You didn't have a significant contribution from any receiver but Juju. All of it. And you still couldn't get them. You still couldn't get the Chiefs this year, who all year long people were like, oh, you know, they're, they're, they're playing close games against bad teams. Well, we saw in the Super Bowl and in the AFC Championship game that the Chiefs, much like the Patriots used to, would hold things in reserve in the regular season. There was a great play by uh, Pacheco in, on that last drive that he almost broke for a touchdown, the yeah. long run. Yeah. All year long in third and short, they've run that formation and they hand it off to the damn fullback. And it makes me pull my hair out because it's the fullback, you draw, uh, a, a fullback up the middle. What are you doing? But evidently they were doing it so they could show that look in the Super Bowl yeah. and run a counter to the outside and pop it. All year long on the Tony touchdown, that's been a jet sweep. And then in the Super Bowl, it ends up the receiver goes the other way twice, and they score two touchdowns out of it. Yeah. So the Chiefs are playing, you know, as some would say, 5D chess. The rest of the league playing Connect Four. And, yeah, <laughs> it's going to be a long winter for the AFC and probably the whole league, tell you that much. You're in a good. I saw you celebrate yesterday. We got video of you celebrating. You're very, very happy. Yeah. The nuance and the subtlety is always appreciated. You, you don't go overboard. You're, you know, it's just you're very no. gracious with your winning, and I, I do always appreciate no. that. That's um, look at this. Oh, uh, we're running banners. video. Is this where we uh, had the marching band, yeah, or the a... balloons, <laughs> or the fireworks, or the banners? Yeah. I'm not sure. Listen, Colin. You don't ever lie, but the truest thing you ever told your audience was, first things first, the only show in America with no budget, my friend. Yeah. We just, I mean, just every day, something new. <laughs> We're going to the parade tomorrow. I know. True story. I know. Doing the show from the parade. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. I'm just trying to get uh, a non-connecting flight from Arizona to L.A. back from the Super Bowl for yeah, the staff. Wow. So congratulations on all your riches. I well, appreciate that. You know, good luck. I mean, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Talk to you later. Nick Wright, first things first after our show. They will be doing the show, I've been told, from uh, Kansas City, the parade. They should. That's absolutely where they should be doing it from. Absolutely. J-Mac, little scoopage, little scoopage around the corner. It's something. You'll it's be definitely some something. You know, like it's something. 
It's a little more than you leaving Kirk Cousins off the top 10 list. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Hi, let's talk about Pro Plan Sport. Pro Plan Sport is advanced nutrition made to fuel strength and stamina in active dogs like yours. So wherever your next journey together takes you, start it off right with the high-performance fuel your dog needs to keep pushing you every step of the way. Pro Plan Sport. Learn more at ProPlansport.com. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.